welcome to Humble Leaders. We are appreciative that you're joining us for our next episode. Um, yeah, today we are going to be talking about the fashion industry. Um, we're going to have a guest on a little later uh, who's going to talk to us a little bit about fast fashion, but I just want to put this out there. What is like the general consensus or what do we all know about the fashion industry in regards to sustainability? Like, is it fast? Is it sustainable? Is it fashion? I, uh, I know that, um, like you were saying earlier, right before we started that, um, you know, there's a lot of waste going on, um, you know, because of the whole idea of like the seasons and uh, what are they like collections? I think a lot of stores have like collections that they'll come out with, with where it used to be like, like you were saying, uh, a lot of stores would have like two collections where it'd be like a winter and a summer type thing. Um, now I think stores like H&M even have like 12 to 15 collections a year. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a lot of waste. Um, yeah. And uh, what do they say? 10% of all uh, the humans' carbon emissions in the world come from the fashion industry too. So wow. I, know it's not, I know it's not super sustainable. Um, I know it's it's pretty wasteful. It's a pretty wasteful industry. But that's about the extent yeah, it's, already. It's energy consumptive process every step of the way. Just as far as harvesting whatever linens and silks you need you know i mean that's that's the bare bones of my knowledge but it's a lot of steps and it's a lot of energy intensive stuff right what about you well this just sort of came to mind uh the only thing i i guess i really know about the fashion industry and sustainability is that um there's a lot of companies that say that they're green and there's a lot of, you know, shoe companies and jacket companies that are making materials and products that are you, that are, um, you know, made with recyclable material and all kinds of good stuff. But just based off what I know about the recycling industry, I don't know if it's that easy to make, you know, 400,000 coats with 70% recyclable material because where is that actually coming from? You know, like, I don't know how many people have actually traced all that back, but this is something that just sort of popped into mind when you guys, well, I guess growing up, me personally, I didn't grow out of a lot of clothes cause I'm a really small person. But, um, when I was growing, from ages six to eight, um, we would, we would donate the clothes that I grew out of. Do you guys like, did your families do the same thing? Did you donate oh, yeah. clothes? We did like oh, a yearly you? goodwill donation trip. Sweet. Okay. Salvation uh, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, that helps you with your tax write off too, because you can get money back for donating clothes and stuff to goodwill. Mm -hmm. like as far as recycling clothes like we were just talking about like i have a couple pairs of socks right in here that are i guess made of recycled materials but like i got them as like a secret santa gift at work but i don't know how you make like a used material into something wearable that's i'm definitely interested to see how that i, I have no clue how that works whatsoever have, like yeah, lincoln was saying i wonder how much of that is really um like, yeah, go on. Uh, 
I think the socks I have, I think that like the tag said, uh, they're made out of recycled water bottles. So it's like, of all the things to make socks out of, how do you make socks out of water bottles? Yeah, I, I definitely don't understand that at all. I do actually know a little bit about this is that when plastic is heated to a certain temperature, it can be spun and when it's heated and then spun, it dries in these threads of plastic and then the threads can then be turned into clothes and stuff like that. So one water bottle could end up making like a quarter of a sock kind of however thing. However many, however yeah. many flakes it needs to make a pellet to make exactly. a thread. Yeah, and weird. Lincoln, what you were saying too about, um, let me see if I can find the uh, exact number. But what you were saying, just like, um, did the exact same thing growing up. I would always donate my clothes. I would never, you know, just like throw them away or get rid of them or anything like that. But I did, I was reading an article earlier and um, let me see if I can find the exact number. Share the screen if I can find it too. Yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Share this. All right, y'all seeing it? So, eighty-five percent of all text textiles go to the dump each year, um, washing some types of clothes and thousands of bits of plastic into the ocean. That's also something I didn't really understand too. Is they went into detail about um, microplastics, which is, um, I guess, a uh, what is it? Uh, something that's like uh, stems from polyester because they say cotton is a lot more um, eco-friendly. But 85% um, of all textiles go to a landfill every year, which is just inconceivable to me because like you said, I never even considered like throwing clothes away or anything like that. It's That just seems horribly wasteful to me personally. Well, yeah. I'm reading an article right now like at least 80% of energy used in the fashion industry is used in textile manufacturing. So you're using 80% of your energy to throw away 85% of what you make. Hello, Maddie. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you been? Good. Trying to stay sane. <laughs> uh, same here. Uh, this is Lincoln and David. We're all members Hi. of Humble Leaders <laughs> Podcast. Hello. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you guys too. Um, so tell us a little bit about your major. Um, so I study apparel design, um, which is in the apparel and merchandising concentration. So I'm doing a lot of like studio design classes, but then I'm doing a lot of like industry, manufacturing, merchandising, that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit of both. Um, and yeah, we definitely talk a lot about fast fashion in a lot of my classes. So. We were just kind of talking about the industry as a whole just now and how, like, it's very energy intensive. Definitely. As far as the manufacturing process goes. Like, how much do you know about manufacturing? So, I mean, well, you have manufacturing of, like, quality, quality clothing, which obviously it's pretty difficult to have, like, 100% green manufacturing. But then it becomes especially bad when you have these companies, like, fast fashion companies, where they're pushing out clothes like faster and making more fashion cycles. So those corporations are doing so much more damage that it's like kind of crazy how disproportionate it is. I know that um, for a lot of like 
production, you know, facilities, um, the ones that are able to make the clothing that quickly are really bad. They have really bad working conditions and they have like crazy emissions. Like I know 10% of the world's emissions, carbon emissions are from fashion. And you wouldn't think because it just feels so necessary to us, but it's unnecessary how much like these companies are producing and how quickly and how badly made everything is. So it's, it's a pretty vicious cycle, I think. Cause there's, there's really two problems with the apparel industry and the environment. It's production, manufacturing, and then when these things are discarded. So it's kind of this du- like dual storm where you have stuff that's being manufactured that is taking up water, that's creating emissions, that's you know doing all these sort of damaging things. And then you have when you discard the clothes because a lot of the stuff is like the dyes and the textiles used are all man-made. They take forever to decompose and the dyes can have all sorts of problems in like the oceans and different stuff like that. So it's pretty much just the production and like, you know, the discarding of these clothes that are really causing a lot of issues and causing a ton of environmental impact. Well, the the discarding is probably part of the intent as far as the big industry goes right because yeah it's a it's a for-profit driven system so the more that's getting thrown out the more that's getting turned around and purchased again so right it's also so wild to think that like clothing and uh the inputs and ingredients needed in making clothes are what's polluting things because i think when the general public thinks of pollution we all think of like you know pepsi or tyson or something like that's just dumping like chemicals into the ocean but it it's at the end of the day it comes down to clothes which is so wild because it's not what we immediately think of when we think of pollution you know right it totally doesn't just because like i said it feels so necessary to us um and it's, it's, it's crazy because 60% of clothing nowadays is synthetic. So cotton is no longer the majority. Now it's all kind of polyester fibers, different acrylic fibers, stuff like that. Microplastics. Right. Everything made from petroleum, everything like plastic, artificial. And people are so adamant about like, okay, water bottles, you can't, you know, like you have to recycle and you can't be buying a ton of plastic water bottles in excess and throwing them in the ocean. But it's like, your clothing is plastic, you know, like it's pretty much the same thing when you're throwing that stuff away. It's going to take longer to decompose. It's worse for the environment and even worse than just plain plastic because it's got all sorts of dyes in it that really can have effect on water supplies and whatnot. Well, we were just before you joined, we were kind of talking about uh, clothes made from recycled materials. So like I have a pair of socks that was listed as uh, being made from old plastic water bottles. Do you think uh, that process of using the already recycled materials is just as bad since it's all plastic anyway? But I mean, it's kind of the lesser of two evils if you're kind of thinking about it like relatively. Obviously, it's you're still there's still going to be production con- like consequences from production and stuff like that. But I think that 
something as small as like using recycled materials is just kind of like a little step that we need to take. So it's not going to solve all the problems and it's definitely not like an easy fix, but it will definitely help. I think a big thing that people don't think about is secondhand, like everything that's at secondhand and shopping at thrift stores and stuff like that. It's kind of become this weird, like trendy thing recently, whereas like it really should be how we're shopping because it's the most sustainable way. It's kind of the best option that we have right now. So there's a couple different things that we can do to sort of retroact like what is going on, but it's just such a massive industry that it's obviously super difficult to do so. So are there, I'm kind of curious. Oh, you can go ahead. Oh no, go for it, David. I was just going to ask. I'm kind of curious, just like being on a campus, like we're all on or we're on, I guess. Um, in terms of like manufacturing and like production, like how much does like CSU preach like sustainability when it comes to those things? Um, well, in terms of fashion in my department, I know that like this is such a little thing, but we have like fabric donation bins and stuff like that. So little scraps of fabric, you don't think it'd be that much, but when there's 50 design students and everyone's trimming different stuff and everyone has like different projects and stuff, it's a lot of fabric that goes in and out of the university so they've started um like fabric collection bins and i know that like me and my friends like there's some good fabrics in the bins we're like scounding through them like trying to get good fabric so i know that they're using a lot of recycled materials too um in the new richardson design center that they just opened um a lot of like the i think a lot of the dyeing is supposed to be more sustainable just because a lot of dyes have lead, which is really the problem um, in the environment that it, you know, is the worst ingredient really that's in it. So I would say it's, it's honestly better than most other universities, I would assume, because of, I, I can see definitely their efforts to be sustainable. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have much to compare it to, but I would think it's pretty sustainable. So as far as going through those collection bins and whatever else they provide to you in classes like obviously you can't use every square inch of everything if you're cutting it down to size is there like a protocol as far as discarding what you don't use yeah so um when you're working with fashion you have sample fabric which is called muslin and then you have other fabrics which are limitless can be anything so it's pretty much like a recycling bin you have different sections for just muslin fabric for face fabric for like yarn scraps different stuff like that it's really compartmentalized and i think that that like is designed so that we can go through the fabrics that have patterns that are different fabrics whereas i know the muslin is 100 percent going to get recycled because it's just scraps it's like little pieces So there's definitely organization within how they do it. It's not really just some like tub of fabric. It's, it's really organized in how they discard of it. So, um, yeah, I would say it's pretty, pretty organized for as, as organized as they can make it, I would say. Gotcha. So a question that, came up when you were talking about secondhand stores and sort of how people, um, this is how we should be shopping at secondhand stores and things like that. Um, why do you think people sway away from not going to a thrift store or um, a secondhand store to buy clothes? Because 
I'm a real piece of swamp trash. And that's why like I've frequented goodwills and Salvation Armies like my entire life. But I know yeah. so many other people that haven't. Like what, what, what do you think as a fashion and uh, apparel and merchandising, sorry, um, major, like why do you think people sway away from that? I think some people just, as unfortunate as it is, I think some people just kind of turn their nose up at the idea of using clothes that have already been used. And another thing I think is people don't think that they can find like trendy stuff at thrift stores. But what's ironic is the stuff that I found that's like, you know, retro Adidas pieces or different sort of like older stuff like that, really cool one of a kind things I found at thrift stores. And people just don't think that you can really find stuff that's your style or find stuff that's, you know, going to be cute or what you want to show or whatever. And then, like I said, there's just this kind of attitude of like, well, I'm better than secondhand clothing. You know, I'm better than getting something for the second time, which is unfortunate. That's, and I guess now it's kind of this blessing and this curse of you have this, now it's trendy. Like now it's trendy to go thrifting and now people, you know, are like, really into it and really into like digging for thrift stuff and things like that, where there's people that actually need to shop at thrift stores because of the prices. So it's this weird, like you want everyone to shop thrift, but you don't just want like the upper class to shop thrift because then it's going to just like, it's thrifting. It's pretty much everyone should be able to do it. Everyone should do it. People's attitudes shouldn't really affect it because it's really sustainable and it's probably the best thing that we can do. Right. It's more like a cultural thing than an industry issue. Right. Like, exactly. Like, we have a solution in front of us. People just don't want to use it. So, I also think it's probably, it's been stigmatized a little bit um, because people probably think, you know, as Lincoln so affectionately put it, um, people don't want to be seen as swamp trash. So, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it has been kind of just like a stigma around it, but that is really like what people should be doing. And it is kind of becoming trendy, which I guess is a good thing and a bad thing, like in and of itself, like you were saying too, but. Yeah. Well, Maddie, do you, do you follow any uh, sustainability driven brands? Yeah. So I know that like, um, Tentry is like a really good one that I like. I have like a Heard couple of them yeah they're good in the fact that like it's kind of a charity so like you buy a shirt and they plant trees but beyond that like their manufacturing is actually really good their labor you know their treatment of workers and stuff is really good I know that like I have denim companies that I really like that are because I think the majority of like I'm mostly thrifting when I'm shopping but the companies that I do like follow like I follow a jean company called Paige which they're sustainably manufactured because jeans are a big deal jeans it is so hard to make jeans sustainably because of the dyeing process I think it's like it takes 2,000 gallons of water to make one pair of jeans Jeez. so yeah like you don't realize like it's I it's for a cotton t-shirt, I think it's about half, but it's with jeans specifically, the company that I really like, I know they are really good about sourcing materials. They're really good about production. Everything's done within the US. Everything's like much more regulated than it would be if it was all outsourced. Like a lot of these companies like Forever 21, H&M, stuff like that. So that's just to name a couple, but 
like I said, the, the pretty, pretty much, I just mostly thrift. I think that's kind of how I try to live sustainably through what I'm wearing. Gotcha. This is a complete sidebar question, but how often should you wash denim? Um, like how many times you can wear it before you should wash it? Yeah. I would say two or three, but obviously that's totally dependent on what you're doing. Um, I know that a lot of people, like I actually used to sell denim and we used to say like, like not even just environmental impact, but to women who came in that really cared about their denim, we would say, don't wash it too much, throw it in the dryer, throw it in a cycle in the dryer and you'll be fine because it'll fit the same. And, you know, it's really a very thick material. So it's really okay to rewear denim for a couple days. It's really not that bad. It's not like a super tight cotton t-shirt or anything like that. Um, Definitely one of the more lenient textiles in terms of washing. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I'm going to stop washing jeans after one wear. Sustainability. (laughs) So Maddie, aside from the, the thrifting being like the golden archway to sustainability, are there any other little tips that from your perspective could be helpful in the long run as far as caring for mother earth? Yeah. So, um, Well, the easiest and most obvious answer uh, is obviously shop less. Try and consolidate with what you have. Try and make the things that you have last, even if your wardrobe is a little bit smaller. Just having pieces that you know are going to last you years and years and years. Um, Definitely shop uh, with, like, the intent of researching where you're getting your clothes from. Just taking a few, you know, 10 minutes to look into their practices in terms of like, are they manufacturing well? Are the workers treated well? What's the environmental impact? Like, where is, you know, where is this stuff being produced? All that kind of stuff. If it's a legitimate company that you should be spending money on that checks all those boxes, you will find that stuff on their website or on the tag or something like that. Just taking that second minute to just kind of check and see like what, where your clothes are really coming from um will really it'll kind of make you rethink a lot of the purchases i think that you're making with clothes and yeah i mean it's 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 pretty much just kind of being aware of this stuff just so you know how to shop there's not really like a perfect answer but definitely just trying to be more manageable with like what you're aware of when you're wearing stuff gotcha manageable and knowledgeable Sweet. So is there anything, um, I guess not anything, but what should we know about the fast or fast fashion industry? Like in, I guess in a nutshell, what is fast fashion for those who don't know? Yeah, it's a great question because it's it's just kind of this scary term that people don't really know exactly like what that means or like what defines something as fast fashion where like literally the opposite in the industry is called slow fashion. They say like, okay, we're trying to go back to slow fashion where stuff is made really well. Fast fashion, when you think about a normal brand um, that you follow, normally that brand will have two cycles during the year where they're releasing new products in a new line. Fast fashion companies 
are like these huge companies that have people that go find designers, individual designers, or take them even from like really famous, notable designers off, you know, fashion week and stuff like that. They take these designs, they outsource their production to some crappy company, like, you know, in China or in Taiwan or Bangladesh, wherever, where conditions are horrible, but the company can meet their production standards and can have a turnaround time that's that fast because they're cutting those corners. So the whole process from A, stealing the ideas, B, getting them manufactured really poorly and in a way that's horrible for the environment, C, selling them for cheap because they're cheap clothes, they're cheaply made, and then D, it all gets thrown away and it causes you know, a whole array of problems because the cheaper fabrics to produce are all synthetic. The cheaper dyes are all going to be worse. Everything about it is pretty much these large companies just cutting corners to push out as many cycles of clothing as they can. So like I said, that a normal company would have two, a fast fashion company could have anywhere from 16 to 24. So it's, it's Jesus crazy. Yeah. Fuck dude. It's crazy. So they're they're pushing out clothes like a whole other degree right God damn, we, were, we, were, we were talking about that a little bit right before you joined too and we were saying that we saw we found a statistic that said like 85 percent of textiles like um end up in a landfill at the end of every year and what is it the equivalent of one garbage truck full of clothes is burned or dumped in a landfill every second which is kind of impossible to conceive but right yeah it's just that's crazy dude. that's just really i don't know it's, it's just deep. in plain sight like you really wouldn't think that the apparel industry is so detrimental but i think i and i can't remember which one it is it's either the third or the fourth biggest proprietor of climate change it is the second biggest pollutant of water yeah the biggest consumer of water and like i said the emissions are so impactful like people don't realize how bad for the earth fashion is and unfortunately until you learn there's not much saying that it's that bad you know you never you would never know that it's really that bad for the environment yeah there's really no way of knowing because like the media is so focused on plastic bags and bottles and all this like raw plastic opposed to microplastics and clothes and dyes and everything that's just seeping into the ground in the landfills from yeah. old clothes. That exactly. and that's it. <laughs> that is wow. insane to think about though, because I think as environmentalism and um, you know, sustainability has become a, a a trendy thing for lack of a better word. Um, I think that clothing companies has have sort of I guess from my eyes, but I only wear earth tone clothes already. So I guess, I mean, I might be a little biased, but they're trying to push this idea of like, we're being sustainable. And then at the end of the day, they're still contributing to a industry that is awful, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and people, you just don't realize, like you wouldn't think that, I mean, even companies like really companies that morally you think are really good companies like nike target all that kind of stuff like in my mind i think of nike 
and I just think like, wow, what a great company, you know, like everything that they represent, I am, I'm with it. I'm, I stand by them, but then you learn about their manufacturing processes and like how their clothes are being produced and stuff like that. And it really, it really makes you think like they're the legitimacy behind like their ethical, you know, like they're trying to make it seem like they're this great ethical company, but they're really not. And there's, it's rare to find companies that are transparent about, okay, this is how we do this. And, you know, take it for what you want it. This is the impact we're trying to make, you know? Right. So, So, and, and I have to apologize because I didn't mean to say that, that the fashion industry as a total is an awful industry because it's not, it's, I, I think that there is a necessity to it. Um, is there, what's your, sort of personal ethic uh in regards to entering an industry that is already sort of on the rocks a little bit um in regards to sustainability well to be honest personally like i do feel guilt like i feel guilt when i buy fabric and when i have to like you know waste fabric and when i'm trying to get rid of clothes whenever i purge clothes i really do not throw something away unless it's like completely destroyed like holes in it cannot be repurposed for anyone i really try to thrift as much as i can just to like feel better about my own personal impact but there is a sense of guilt not only among me but my peers too like we see how bad it is we know how bad this industry is and i guess each of us is just kind of trying to figure out like what is the way that we can when we're designing and when we're going into our industry, what is the impact that we can make? So I know like my most recent, uh, one of my midterms was actually recycled fabric. So the idea was you made a project and whatever you could make, whatever you wanted, but it had to be completely recycled fabric. You either, we were allowed to go to the thrift store and get something and take it apart and use the fabric from that. Or we had to go to like a consignment fabric store where everything's reused. So there's just those sort of personal changes that we're trying to make within the department. And I know that there's a CSU fashion show every year, which is pretty much the like capstone collections of the seniors. So it's like they have to complete it for their grade or whatever. And I know that a lot of at least two of the collections this year were made completely sustainably like with completely 100% recycled materials and stuff so there is definitely effort like within the department and I try and make an effort with you know like like I said I really try to primarily thrift clothes and if I'm buying fabric I really try to only buy as much as I need like patterning and making sure that I know I'm not overbuying or that you know I'm not going to have too many scraps left because at some point like you kind of have to just throw it away or like if I'm not at those fabric bins at school like it's pretty hard for me to recycle fabric here so I've just been holding on to all of it till I get back to the bins but that's kind of my personal you know attempts to be more sustainable but I think the department is really trying for for and it's not what you said like it's not an insult like it's the reality like fashion is really bad for the planet it is and like it needs to be restructured and it needs to be changed. And I don't know, I'm just hoping that hopefully this wave of people, kind of younger people coming into, you know, the fashion world is hopefully going to make some difference. So. hundred yeah. percent. But that's yeah. the thing is that it's giving us hope that like, 
now that the people that are about to enter the industry know about these things, it can right. be changed in the future. So that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Half of it is awareness. That's half, half of the issue is people just don't know. The fate of ethics and sustainability rests on your shoulders now, Maddie. Yeah, I will do my so. best. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. That's pretty much our time limit here. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. Really appreciate the insight. Learned yeah. a lot in the last 20 minutes, I tell you awesome. what. Awesome. Okay, well, I'll see you guys all at the thrift store, right? 100%. Yes. Uh, all right. Bye. Take care. Thank you. So I'm still hung up on the fact that a single pair of jeans takes 2000 gallons of water. That's unbelievable. Outrageous dude. I was, I was kind of um, baffled when I, we were talking beforehand when we said that, um, and she even mentioned it too, which is cool. It's really, I also want to say it's really reassuring that like she's um, her. And as she was saying, like her peers are really like aware of how um, you know damaging the fashion industry is to the environment. That's really reassuring. But when when it said that uh, the fashion industry is the second biggest consumer of um, the world's water supply, I just did not understand that. But that jeans, that jeans thing is really that's unbelievable. Oh, we love we love our denim here. Yeah, yeah. I know. I guess so. <laughs> Imagine in the early two thousands, the whole triple denim. Oh my god! You know. <laughs> but yeah i mean that was really insightful and thank you so much ben for bringing her on yeah of course i figured it'd be a good a good switch up of the episodes i didn't really it's like like we were saying like fashion doesn't cross your mind as far as sustainability does so and i that's that's not even something that i ever would have even considered like beforehand i wouldn't like the the extent to my um to my knowledge of like sustainability in the fashion industry would have been like we were talking like hand-me-down clothes and stuff like that and just you know factory conditions stuff like that but yeah that was that was extremely insightful and very eye-opening so that was that was really informative it's also wild too because i mean again you don't think about um clothes as a pollutant right but it's not necessarily the clothes that you see you know floating in the ocean we always see you know starbucks cups and coke bottles that are floating in the ocean but you know along that those lines there's also you know uh super sustainable companies like the rainforest cafe also has plastic bottles floating in the ocean but you don't see you know massimo clothes floating in the ocean and think that that's a source of pollution i don't know maybe the maybe the sustainability photographers need to need to get a new medium or something you know what i mean perhaps yeah Take some pictures of clothes 24 cycles of fucking clothes dude Jesus. How many how many different that's two a month? Two a month? You need you need two different outfits per month. Like that's just that's so wasteful. That's just unbelievable. And like yeah, she said it used to be too. That used to be like the norm too. So it's it is bingy as you were saying too. It's really like a profit driven thing. Which is just kind of shameful, honestly. Industries know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing as far as buck off you. Well, this has been that's sad. Enough. Yeah, that's enough sadness for one episode. <laughs> Very sad. Um, but this is the whole point of all this, is that we have to bring people on to show you how fucked up everything is so that you change. <laughs> all right? Very true. God. Very true. Now you know about the fashion industry, folks.